Hey, welcome to the Cone Phone. I'll be taking your calls for about the next hour. I'd uh, love to hear what your thoughts are on what you've read from training camp. Some of you have actually been there and watched. Uh, the numbers for the offense aren't good. Uh, the numbers for the defense are excellent. I'd love to know what level of concern you have. Um, to me, when I answer this question, like, are you concerned about Trey Lance? Well, I think there are a few different ways to look at this. The first way is who's calling my phone right now? Capital One should have known. Okay, the first way is was the trade worth it? Three first round picks, two first round picks and a pick swap, which essentially is three years of first round picks for Trey Lance. Is he worth it? Well, if he becomes Josh Allen one day, Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, absolutely. He may. He's not going to be Andrew Luck. He's not going to be Josh Allen this year. 22, hasn't played in two years. That's a process. I mean, Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen when he was 22. It took him some time. Andrew Luck, when he was 22, was at Stanford. It took him some time. So, yeah, he has the upside to become a top five quarterback in the league. And he shows glimpses of that every once in a while. The other day with Kittle on the field and Trent Williams and the whole the whole gang led a whole a beautiful drive down the field against a great defense. So he shows glimpses of being able to be a top five quarterback. He's not going to be a top five quarterback this year. This year, what he needs to do is be Jimmy Garoppolo plus. And I contend that that is not hard. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I know there's some romanticism about what Jimmy Garoppolo brought to this team. But if we're being frank, the way this team won with Jimmy was by running the ball more than they passed it. He won playoff games throwing 19 times, 8 times, 25 times, 19. Anytime he had to throw more than 25 times, he lost in the playoffs. So if you're already working around your quarterback, if you're already running more than passing, if you already have a mistake-prone arsonist at quarterback, wouldn't it be better to just swap out someone who's inexperienced but at least can run and throw deep? Because you don't want to pass. So Trey Lance, you're going to take this whole run as much as possible, throw as little as possible to an extreme this year. You're going to throw less than last year. You're going to run more than last year. But that's what you want to do anyway. That's your identity. Trey Lance lets you lean into your identity. So now excellent run game with all these great blockers and, and ball carriers only averaged 4.3 yards per carry last year, 16th out of 32 teams. That'll go up this year. That'll be closer to five yards of carry. They'll be closer to the top of the league. So when they do run all game, they'll actually be better at that. And then, and why? Because when Jimmy Garoppolo hands the ball off, he's not a threat to keep it and throw a pass or keep it and run, right? No play action, no zone read. He hands off, and then it's 10 on 11 football. It's, am it's amazing the Niners have been this good running the ball, given that they're playing 10 on 11. Now, with Lance, when he hands off, he's a threat to keep it and run. When he hands off, he's a threat to keep it and throw. Just the threat will improve things. So I don't think it's cause for concern. It's not, it's not time to panic. They're doing a lot of throwing in camp against a really good defense that made Matthew Stafford look bad. Dak Prescott look bad. When the, pre when the regular season comes around, they're going to run the ball a lot. He's going to run the ball a lot. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be the next Josh Allen. But that's how Josh Allen got through the rough years, right? When he was young, he ran a lot. Trey Lance is going to run a lot. The Niners are going to run a lot. Their passing game, they're, they're ultimately not going to win or lose games based on their passing game. It's going to be based on their defense and run game. 
And from what I've seen at camp, their defense is better than last year and their run game is better than last year. The passing game, work in progress. But I think it'll ultimately be probably a net zero. Might be a little bit worse on third down, maybe. Going to get more explosive plays. Probably going to be around the same uh, interception rate until Trey Lance gets some experience. So the passing game should be about the same. It'll look different. But yards per attempt should be about the same. If Debo Samuel's still leading, getting 10 yards uh, after the catch per reception, the yards per attempt will be great. Anyway, not time to trade. Not time to panic or trade Trey Lance. He's doing fine. It's a very tall task. What they're going to ask him to do in the regular season is going to be a whole lot different. It's going to be what they asked Jimmy to do. Hey, Trey, hand off. Hey, get, hand off again. Now you run. Now fake the handoff and actually throw. Those plays are going to work. I think the Niners are going to score more points than they scored last year. They were seventh in, in yards, but only 13th in points. I think they're going to have fewer yards and more points this year. My main concern with Trey Lance and this team is durability. They are going to run him in the ground because, again, I don't know that he's ready to throw 30 times a game, maybe in a couple of years. But right now, he'd be better off at 24 times a game, 25 times a game. So that means he's going to have to run a lot. Will he lose? Will he, how many hits is he going to take? The pass protection isn't, isn't good. He's going to be part of the running game. How many games is he going to play this year? If it's 17, they probably make the playoffs. If it's 14, I don't know. I would say they probably won't make the playoffs. So the Niners are going to do what they have to do to with Lance this year to win. Obviously, they want to run him as little as possible, but they're going to have to figure out what that number is. And early on, it might be a lot. This team is not built to throw the ball more than 25 times a game, no matter who their quarterback is, Jimmy or Trey. So I just want to know, when Trey's running 10 times a game, can he do that and stay healthy? He doesn't slide. He runs between the tackles. We'll see. So definitely not time to trade to panic about Trey Lance. This is all good experience for him. He's 22, going up against an elite defense. Hopefully, from the Niners' perspective, he'll get better over the years. Jimmy never did. That's why people came down so hard on Jimmy in, in Camp 5. It's like, dude, we saw this last year. This is every year with you. You don't improve. Your game doesn't develop. With Lance, it's like, okay, you're making similar mistakes. But you're 22. And you haven't done this before. So I think some people want the tone of the criticism to be the same with him that it was with Garoppolo, but that's just intellectually dishonest. We have to acknowledge there's a difference. There's a different circumstance here between Jimmy and Trey. Jimmy was the highest paid player in the league. When he signed his contract, he was a vet. He was not improving. He was his responsibility to be at the top of his game. Trey is on his first deal. Hasn't played in two years, 22 years old. His job is to improve and be better than Jimmy, right? You're the starter. Now be better than Jimmy. Those are low bars. I think he will. I think he has. Pat says, how do I get credential without getting hired by an organization set up website like Sandler? Um, no, you probably want to look into organizations that give out credentials. Uh, it could be international. It could be local newspapers, websites, contact them, ask if they want Niners coverage. That's probably the best way to do it. It's not easy though. All Niners says, Grant, I don't understand how you have the Niners not making the playoffs. And you also believe Trey is better than Jimmy. I also, I feel like you're basically saying our O-line is the sole reason we won't make it. I just explained it. I didn't read this. I hope that was a good explanation. It's the pass protection's a real issue, and they're going to run Trey into the ground. It's going to be 10, 11, 12 carries a game between the tackles. We saw it against Arizona. It's going to be that plus handing off and a little play action here and there. So I don't know. 
eventually you're you know next year the year after they they may use him like he's John Elway but this year they're going to use him like he's Jalen Hurts this year how's that going to go Jalen Hurts played 15 games last year missed two though am I right I don't I don't I don't think the Niners can afford trade to miss any time some people really like Nate Sudfeld though I'm not one of those people anyone ever stop to think this is Zachary Couch anyone ever stop to think they're trying to make practice as hard as possible so the game seem easier I don't think they have to try. The defense is great. The offense is overmatched. I think the Niners are trying to make it more even by holding Bosa out of team drills. Ever since I brought that up, they don't. he doesn't participate much in team drills anymore. As Greasy said, yeah, it's good to make things hard, but you also want to develop some confidence and skills. And you can't say that Trey has been able to do that so far. Um, there's a link real quick if you want it. Boom. Hold on. Let me put it in here. But I'm still taking some questions. Uh... Hunter, yo, what's up with the wide receiver getting a concussion from Fred Warner's hit and Kyle admitting it? Yes, it was messed up. Kyle should have done something about it. But the wide receiver's back. Thank goodness. He seems okay. Real quick, before I take some calls, uh, I, I hate to be annoying, but I just want to keep reminding you that I have uh, a merch available. And it was mostly for you guys. You guys said you wanted to buy some, so I made some. I'm not a businessman. But we have some stuff. And the, and the website keeps changing because there's a, a, a suggestion box, as you can see, up here. But right now... Uh, if you go to the shop thing, you can buy all this stuff. And I'd love to see someone come on the show wearing like a conehead shirt. Free shipping, 10% off CPH1. And it'd be cool if you called in with like a conehead shirt or like a banana hands keychain. I'm just saying. All right. Let's take some calls. Tony, your first. Keneal, your second. Grant, up, Tony? Grant, how's it going, man? Happy Monday. Aloha. It's nice to have a day off. How you doing? Aloha. <laughs> doing all right, man. Doing all right. Just, you know, always been a big fan of yours. Uh, uh, you know, the way you're critical of, of the team. I think it's really, really healthy for the, the media sphere in general. And I uh, just really appreciate all the things that you have to say about the team in general, even though it might be a bit provocative to some of the personalities out there. So just first of all, thank you very, very much. You know, I, I wanted to say this about, about Trey Lance. And that is all we need Trey Lance to be is just a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what I'm saying. That's just I'm saying. a little bit better. And and the, right, the real, real quick, sorry, real quick. If Jimmy were in this camp with the situation right now, it would look bad for him too. It looked bad last year. I'm mm -hmm. just saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the defense uh, is improved from last season, which is saying something because the defense was pretty darn good last season. And all and what Trey Lance is going to be good at uh, is I think it's going to be getting the ball 15 yards downfield. And if you think about that, 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 what is that, that a dot metric, that average depth of target, if you get that up, you know, five, 10 yards past what Jimmy is, they're going to be able to run the ball. Hopefully the offensive line's a question mark, but, but I think they're going to be able to run the ball as effectively as they, as they were able to last season. And so if they're running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, the other teams are going to start putting nine in the box. And then Trey's going to bootleg and find someone deep downfield. And that's checkmate Kyle Shanahan. That's this is what the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson early in his career. The offense was not about Russell Wilson. It was about Marshawn. Yep. But Russell Wilson took it over the top because those few plays every game were backbreakers. He didn't have to be a all-pro quarterback. He just had to make a few plays, and he did every game. Yep, yeah. And my, my, my biggest point of concern, and this is my biggest point of concern with Kyle Shanahan, and I, and, and I agree, Kyle Shanahan is a great play designer, and he's a very, very good play caller. He has still not demonstrated the ability to, de to, to uh, develop a quarterback. Right. Now, he has the most talented quarterback prospect he's had since RG3. 
And looking at this now, I mean, I, I think the best job he's done with a quarterback was quite frankly, Nick Mullins. Okay. But Nick Mullins just kind of did what Kyle told him to do. All right? right. So Trey is, I think, smarter than most of the quarterbacks he's had. He's, he's more physically gifted. And I don't know about Brian Greasy. I don't know about any of that stuff, but if Kyle can demonstrate an ability to bring out the best in Trey, this team's ceiling is so darn high this season. I have another concern with Kyle. I was looking at, at this today. Kyle's offense is high risk, high reward. A lot of yards, a lot of big plays. People love him. He's made a lot of yard, a lot of money and gotten very far. But he's been an, o, an OC for 14 years now. That's a lot of evidence. And if you look at interception percentage, his offenses have ranked in the top half of the league, where you don't want to be, among right. the league leaders, 11 times. 11 out of 14. So mm-hmm. what he does is he has his great system, and he takes credit for all the yards. And then when the it, when the quarterback throws an interception, and it's been a lot of quarterbacks with him, he basically implies, well, you know, it's his fault. Mm-hmm. So I, that's not good for Trey Lance. Right. He And I hope that that doesn't become Trey. Like, Trey Lance wasn't throwing picks in college. Is he going to be an interception machine here? Because Jimmy wasn't throwing picks in New England. All of right. a sudden, I have a feeling, like you said, Kyle's like, look, it's going to be cover three. I'm calling this. Now I want you to throw it to Kittle on it. Like, okay, I'll fine. And then it's not sometimes. And he's wrong. And it's an interception. And dude's like, I just did what you told me to do. And Kyle's like, well, that's not what I'm going to say at the press conference. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe someone needs to stand up. Maybe Matt Ryan stood up to uh, Kyle Shanahan that one year. I don't know. Yeah, but be. this is a definite pattern. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I think back to Mike Holmgren uh, and, the, and the development of Brett Favre. And there was a lot of talk uh, during Brett Favre's development about how the first thing Mike Holmgren did was break him. And then he rebuilt him. And I feel like Kyle kind of broke Jimmy but didn't ever rebuild him. Okay. And <laughs> Kyle, Kyle was a, a wide receiver, right? Yeah. Not a quarterback. Right? right. And that's my prime concern is I, I'm not sure. I mean, he can draw the plays up in his head. He knows what he's doing. I just worry about his ability to, to take the quarterback to the next level because he's always thinking about it from wide receiver perspective. You know, who's good at that Harbaugh. You know what the difference is? First of all, Harbaugh caters to the quarterback's ego. Kyle cuts it down, takes it down a notch or three. Mm-hmm. Also Harbaugh's offense is low risk, low reward. Uh, he came to the Niners like, man, Alex has done all these picks. Let's take side adjustments out. Side adjustments are, you know, if if based on this coverage, the wide receiver changes his route. And so the quarterback and wide receiver have to read it during the play the same way. And if they don't, interception. Let's take that out. So there are a lot of things that Kyle could do to reduce interceptions, but he doesn't want to because yeah. he takes credit for the yards and passes blame off for the mistakes. I'm sorry, Kyle. That's what you do. You've been doing it for 15 years. It's a racket. And you're not going to win a Super Bowl that way. You gotta get the 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 mistakes down. You gotta get the mistakes down. That is the number one most important statistic in football: turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious if if we were to dive in the numbers. I mean, I, I know I probably have to go, and I'm sure you probably got a lot of people about to call. If we dive into the numbers, who is catching those interceptions? Is it linebackers? Is it the secondary? I that that's what I'd be curious to hear. But I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to know. Okay. That's good reason. I'll, I'll look it up. Thanks, Tony. Aloha. <laughs> Take care, Grant. Aloha. See ya. Real quick, Mason Wright. I remember when Mariota was in Oregon, he practiced with the baseball team to learn to slide. It's really important for Trey to learn that as well. Yeah, it is. It's really freaking important. Um, I'll tell him. I'll work on it with him. I'll coach him. Keneal, what's up? What's good, Grant? How you been, man? Good, man. You just got lined up? I just got lined up. Yes, Looking yes. Good. I think you Looking know. good. Looking good. What's up? Um, first things first, just want to tell everybody, relax. He's going to be fine. This training camp is training camp. He's building off of this. Yeah. But I had a, one question about Trey just to start up was just about his mental and the mm-hmm. idea 
with Fred Warner as that middle linebacker, Jimmy Ward as that free safety, I know they're probably disguising, trying to disguise some coverages from time to time or try to mess with him. Does he ever look overmatched mentally? I heard in one of the last practices, I think on, he uh, was making checks at the line, right, to, in order and was able to make a play out of that. Like, how is Trey in that chess game? I mean, obviously, I know it's practice. There's only so much he can do. But is he? does he look overmatched mentally in those games? No. No, he doesn't look overmatched mentally. He doesn't look like he's losing confidence. Now, it's hard to, like, really build confidence when you're not having a ton of success. But what you do see is him, like, yesterday he had a bad a bad day. I'm yeah. guessing tomorrow he'll look good. Like, that's kind of been his – he responds. And what the players – like, Ayuk says is, you know, like, so today, a, a, after yesterday's 4-12, you know, he's the same exact way he was after the day that he was good. He never yeah. gets down on himself. I think players appreciate that's what they all liked about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's exactly the same all the time. It seems like Lance is that way. And it seems just watching him on the field. He's a very confident player. I'm not sure he's a confident pocket passer that comes with experience, but he's a very confident player. And if he happens to miss one throw, he doesn't all of a sudden, all of a sudden go in a shell and start not pulling the trigger and scrambling around. Like he really wants to show off his arm. And if he misses one, he comes right back. I like that about him. I, I agree. I actually think, the one thing that he might have learned from Jimmy is to keep playing. You know, it's like idea like, hey, like, all right, if even if I struggle early, just keep grinding, keep yeah. grinding, keep fighting, keep fighting, and you can still win games. Uh, um, but go ahead. One more thing with him, too. He's a small school guy from North Dakota State. Now, there's a lot of pressure, even in training camp. And I feel like what we saw with him last year is he was tight at the beginning of games. He had a lot to prove. He was young. It's a big stage. That second half against Houston, oh, calm yeah. down. So even in these training camp practices, like it's an hour and a half, it's 10 to 15 throws. It's not a full game. You know, it's, it's a lot of like, and it's like, Jimmy's right there. And you don't know if the, if you don't know how closely the organization is scrutinizing every one of your throws. It's a lot of pressure Yeah. when he finally gets into some games and can catch his, you know, can take a breath and get into the flow of things. We've already seen him do it. Exactly. It's football. It'll be like, I can just play a little bit. Oh, I'm he the best athlete in the field. Right. Okay. I can do this. Doesn't have to be that hard. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So really looking forward to him. Do you think he'll play a quarter or so on Friday? I, or? I that's a good question. I'm gonna talk about that with my dad tomorrow. I'm gonna call a few old coaches and see how they would uh, handle the new preseason schedule. Because it used to be four four games, third one was the dress rehearsal. It was a whole rhythm and build up. Now it's three games in like 12 days. I don't know how they're gonna handle it. Okay. Um, it seems like the elite quarterbacks don't play in preseason anymore, but that's not Trey. Same time he got hurt last year. So look. If if Trent, well, here's the thing, man. You really want? I gotta think about this. You really want Trey out there if Trent Williams isn't? Think Ooh, about that. It's a great question. I don't think Trent Williams is playing in preseason. Yeah, no. no. Yikes. Good Something question. To think about. Something hmm. to think about. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't decided. Okay. All right. And as far as I know, you've been talking about Trey running a lot, like being used as running back. But isn't that why we got TDP? Sermon, Mitchell, Debo with incentives to run the football. So, I mean, I know he's going to yes, run. But it's oh. the threat. It's the threat. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's like with Jimmy, there's no threat of play action. There's no threat of zone read. So the, the eyes just go in on – there's no misdirection on the run. It's hard. They tried to create misdirection with shifts and stuff. But the, the misdirection game is going to be, like, way better. Their, their running game should be the most diverse run game in the league. Unless Mike McDaniel had all the good ideas and he's gone. I don't think that's the case. Uh -huh. I don't think they should have the most aggressive, diverse run game in the league. And just the threat of him keeping it will make it better. He keep it twice a game, but he's going to scramble too. Yeah, that's true. I, I, just, I, I hope that we, I think we're going to, we're going to use him correctly. I just hope honestly that he 
gets enough trust in Kyle that Kyle trusts him. Because I yeah. feel like X in the game when Kyle's like, oh, you know, I'm going to let you throw a little bit. You actually calm down a little bit. Like well, we saw with Jimmy, right? There'd be times when Kyle would start to f- trust Jimmy. Like, oh, he's hot this month. I'll let him throw. But then there'd be times like Kyle's like, nah, you're terrible. I don't trust you anymore. I'm taking the game out of your hands. And he would do it for, he might, it might be, I mean, that's kind of how Kyle is. He's a control freak. He doesn't really like any quarterback he's ever had. Uh-huh. You know how he's going to handle Trey. If Trey has a little bit of a struggle, Kyle's going to go, Kyle's going to take the game out of his hands. But Kyle has shown he can win games that way with this team. Okay. And I still think it's easier to, to win a game you know, taking the ball out of Trey's hands and Jimmy's hands because Jimmy can't do anything if he's not throwing. That's all. I, I don't know. All right. Last thing before I go, I know I'm taking a little bit. It's just keep pushing the Jordan Mason propaganda just because I need uh, him to make the team so I can buy a Mason jersey. This doesn't have to be custom, you know, so it's going to be perfect for me. Have my own last name on the jersey. So let me tell you something. Here, here's one thing I've seen from Mason. One thing I, I, I look for in, in uh, practice is people falling down because these are the best athletes in the world. Usually the best of the best can stay on their feet. Most of the time, there's some collisions and stuff. You can't knock Jordan Mason over. You cannot knock this dude over. I'd like to see him in a real game. He doesn't have the burst of Ty Davis Price. He's not fast like that. But he's super quick, really good hands. And he's got this, he's big, but he just has a super low center of gravity. You can't knock him over. I think he's going to be hella good. I'm excited to see him on Friday. I can't wait. Football, baby. Let's get it. Football, baby. All right, Neil. All right, thank you. See you. All right, later. Josh Wyatt. How you doing, my man? Good, man. How you doing? So I've been listening to you, to you talk about how you think uh, Trey Lance is going to run more this year, that Kyle's going to run him a lot. I do think so. I don't think that's the case. I'm going to lay out my case for this. Please. Um, we have very fond memories of Steve Young. Steve Young is my favorite player, right? Like growing up, he was quintessentially the, he was representative of everything awesome about probably the best time to watch football in history which was the 90s. It was epic, right? And he right. was, and for 49er fans, that's what we're looking for in a quarterback, right? right. And we're thinking we're going to have an improviser like Steve Young. He's basically a right-handed Steve Young. But he's not that to Kyle Shanahan. I think if you ask Kyle Shanahan in his private moments if he wanted a quarterback like Steve Young or Brett Favre or, or anything like that, he'd say, hell no. No way. He looks at Trey Lance, and what he sees is John Elway, right? He sees a big, physical, tough specimen who can do a little bit with his legs, but he's going to open up the field, and he's going to play really well with his back to the defense. He can, right? do, a little bit, he can do a little more than a little bit with his legs. Yeah, I mean, but, but here's the thing. Like, can right. do all that with his legs. So I keep hearing Trey Lance being compared to – Josh Allen and um, the guy out of Baltimore, I forget his name. And, and, you know, yeah, some of these really athletic quarterbacks, he's not that. He's going to get tracked down from behind by the linebackers and defensive ends in this league. He's a 4'7", 4'6", guy. No, he's not. Yeah, no, he is. He, played, he plays like that. And no, he plays like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is mean, a very effective runner. No, I mean, he's going to be effective, but he's going to be effective in the way that Cam Newton was effective as a runner. And we don't want – Kyle doesn't want anything to do with that. The other thing that I'm, I'm going to lay out my case for is Kyle Shanahan doesn't put people in backup roles that are necessarily good to step in right now. 
right? His idea of his backup, of whoever his backup quarterback is or whoever is his, you know, backup lineman is or whatever, is a training position for what he views his offense to be in a year or two years. Same thing on the defensive side, which is why the 49ers have a lot of success bringing guys up who step into what the next evolution of their scheme is going to be. They signed Nate Sudfeld to $2 million guaranteed to be a training quarterback for the younger players on their offense. So that when they play with the second team, he can do the things that Kyle Shanahan envisions Trey Lance doing, right? If you combine that with the fact that the entire league is down on the 49ers, everybody's fading the 49ers because they didn't do anything to support Trey Lance this year. They're acting like they don't believe in him, right? Not not me. I, I believe in him. Not you. You believe in him. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are acting like they don't believe in him. And the reason is, is because they're going to play him the way that they want him to learn to be as a setup for year three. There's no, there's no, there's no way they let him run the way that he ran. when he was. They're going to run him in the ground. They're not going to lose games having him play a style of quarterback that he's not ready to play. If he's playing, they may want him to be John Elway one day, and he may be John Elway one day. Right. But if they have him trying to play like that, and they're losing games, they're not. They're going to do what they have to do to win. I, I guarantee it, man. I you, you would, you would, you would think that would be the case, right? You would think that. Oh, at a certain because point, here's the thing. Would... I don't. They say that they're that they want that that Trey's the future, and he that he's the long term quarterback. They don't know that. He hasn't right. shown enough to show that. Just because they made the investment doesn't mean they're going to give him a second contract. Like, right? They don't know that, and in the meantime. They might just run him into the ground. But but here's the thing is that the emphasis on Trey Lance, why you took Trey Lance instead of taking the kid out of Ohio State, right? Why did right. you take Trey Lance when you could have had a more athletic, more improvising quarterback? Why was Lance the guy? It's because he doesn't look to tuck to run all the time. And Kyle here's doesn't want him to do that. Here's right? why they took that's, him. They yeah, that's why they want, took him. But the Niners have a, the Niners have a pattern. They fall in mm-hmm. love with the person. They love who he is. They talk about his demeanor and work ethic and maturity nonstop. That's what they talked about. Yeah, with you know what the, the, the bigger he, tendency for them? I'll let you go for yeah. like five minutes. They talked about that with Solomon Thomas, mm-hmm. Mike Lynchy, right? Nick Bosa. Now, Nick Bosa is also a great player. Javon Kinlaw, they love the person. That's why they were willing to overlook the medical red flag and the lack of sack production and Trey right. Lance. They, mm-hmm. they fall in love with the person. There were questions about Justin Fields' character. I don't know why, even though it was pretty much everyone agreed he was the better athlete and the better thrower. Right. So so here's here's the other thing about that, though, is that their bigger, bigger tendency is to overcorrect, right? Oh, you, sure. you, get a, sure. you get a wide receiver in the second round who's a route runner. He's not really very tough. And the next thing you do is you draft Debo Samuel. Yeah. You, yeah. you get a linebacker like Reuben Foster who's like a, a you know, and the next, thing you do, yeah. Yeah, the next thing you do is you get a light – cerebral linebacker who's just in Fred Warner, right? Like the the overcorrection for for the 49ers on this one is that they went, okay, well, we got a quarterback who's limits our offense in all these different ways, right? He is defined by his limitations. And we're going to draft the quarterback who has no limits at all, right? Who is defined by the fact that yes. yeah, theoretically, they're defined by his unlimited potential, right? Right. But um, it, so, so I got a bad rap for saying that, that uh, Trey Lance wasn't an upgrade to Jimmy Garoppolo, and that isn't exactly what I was saying. What I was saying is, is he's not a significant upgrade this year with this scheme. 
right? Because what they drafted him to do and what he can do, right, and where his strengths are going to be are going to be in the things inside that offense that Jimmy Garoppolo can't do, right? So um, Jimmy Garoppolo is a C-minus to C-plus quarterback, depending on the day that you get him. But he's he's a one-read quarterback with a quick release who can one-read check down, and that's about it. He's got a zip cap of about 15 to 20 yards. He has above average accuracy at best. His only real strength is that he doesn't lose accuracy from different arm slots, but that's not really anything to recommend him. The issue is that this offensive line doesn't give you enough time, not enough time to actually get to your second read anyway. So if if you need somebody to make one read and get it out quick, well, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a lot better than most Gosh, of the other Thank you very much. You've done a great job. I appreciate you. You're doing great. Thanks you for calling in. Good stuff. I don't want to be sold on Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. I gave him 10 minutes. He's doing a great. I don't want to be sold on Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. I hear what he said. He made a lot of good points. AK49er, what's up? Hold on. What's up, dog? Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, How's How it going? Doing? Long time good. no here. So I try not to cut people off, but he was just going to keep going. Like, Josh was on a roll. So I, had to, I, had to, I gave him a lot, a lot of time. Sorry. Well, first off, um, hope to see you both in Charlotte and Atlanta. I got tickets for both the games. <laughs> okay. And uh, want to go opposite. I'm going to go opposite of Josh and uh, of your previous caller. I forgot what his name okay. was, but uh, anyhow. So uh, number one about playing Trey in preseason. Honestly, I don't think it's a good idea because I feel like he'll get a lot more out of playing against our defense versus say the Packer defense or the Viking defense, which is you know not as good as our defense. And yep. I don't want him playing without Trent Williams or like half the old line. the preseason again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, nah, it's like I said, and we don't need to risk injury. So that's number one. And then number two, let me ask you, let me ask you this. What can Jimmy do that Trey cannot do? Please help, help brother out here. <laughs> he can get the ball out of his hands a little quicker. That's about it. That's about it. Okay. So three things of why we're going to be okay with Trey. Number one, I don't know if you – here's something that I've noticed. Jimmy will throw at least three interceptable balls a game. The question is, of course, how many is the opposing defense going to actually catch? And Kyle Shanahan will scheme open two to three wide open touchdowns or big plays per game. Question is, how many is the quarterback going to actually hit? Yeah, that's true. And Jimmy – yeah, you might see on a stat line he only has one pick, but there were like, but I, I see at least typically on a game two or three balls that could easily that were just dropped interceptions, as well as him missing wide open touchdowns like Usechek in the Tennessee game, Jeff Wilson in the Jacksonville game, and the list goes on and on. I'll end up taking up all your time if I tell you how many missed touchdowns he's had. Yeah. So what makes you think Trey? I, I, what, Trey could easily hit at least one or two of those wide open touchdowns that Jimmy couldn't. I agree. My question is, are those those two to three interceptable passes a game, were they Jimmy's fault or are they a function of Kyle's offense? We'll find out. I got to take more calls. Thank you for calling in. It's always a pleasure, AK. Same here. Looking forward right. to seeing you. <laughs> All right. Take care. J.R. Beckled says over under for Trey rushing 700 yards this year. Over. I'm saying 700 yards. No, 750, 810 touchdowns on the on the ground. I'm talking Jalen Hurts. The Niners are going to out-Eagles the Eagles. Jeffrey says, thanks for the B-Day shout-out via Cameo. Yo, what's up? Jacob and Izzy want me to call in, but I've only got my radio face on today. <laughs> Love the content. Keep it up. All right, Jeff. Happy birthday, man. Uh, Carlos says, what the hell did I just listen to? 
I don't know, man. When someone says right and they try to get you to say right to, I'm like, man, I'm uh, you're trying to, I don't trust you. Right, right, no, wrong, wrong. Okay, PJ, then Karan, then CJ, then Jesse Naylor. PJ. Yo, what's good? What's up, man? Man, all I came on here to say was Trey Lance, my dark horse MVP. And I ain't going to lie, I feel like we could go to the Super Bowl and Trey Lance win Super Bowl MVP. Why are you confident? Just because I know Kyle Shanahan and he can, he can like, make it seem like the quarterback is better than what he is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. I just – I know this offense, Debo, Kittle, it's just – we're going to go crazy this year. B.A. Kyle can really protect a quarterback with his game plan and his scheme. They're not game planning in, in practice. It's pretty exactly. much like, hey. And not only that, the defense knows the plays. Yeah. So, so it's tough. Yep. I'm not worried about it. Man, go Niners. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Later. Karan, hello. Hello, hello. You're you're uh, muted. I don't know why. Call back in. 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 I'll get you. I'll get you. Uh, let's go to CJ. CJ, what's going on, Grant? How you doing, man? What's going on, Grant? What's go What's going on, man? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Uh oh, CJ. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm a little I'm I'm a big Trey Lance supporter, but I'm a little little worried. Um I'm just worried that he's missing if the reports are he's missing wide he's missing people in stride and he's missing people that are close to the line of scrimmage. Is that true, Grant? Um he I will say on the checkdowns he'll miss those high sometimes. Like it'll go off the running back's hands, but he'll have to extend up, which is like, dude, put it in, put it in stride. Um, he hasn't thrown many slants this year because the defense, Mosley and Ward, are playing press man coverage and basically forcing you to run fades and longer developing routes. So that's what I would say with that. When he has thrown slants, they've been accurate for the most part. Okay, that's that's all I was just trying to get some clarity on is that hit that. Jackhammer was on and he was like, man, he's not sugarcoating it. And he's saying that the kid is missing, missing all over the place and, and talking about his completion percentage and his lack of accuracy and, and stuff like that. And I know that he's hit some big plays in practice and stuff. Some things that Jimmy obviously just cannot do, even if he dreamt about it, but he's missing the, the the easy the easy assignments and stuff like that and then when you get into the season and you get into the big games you're gonna need to be able to hit those easy assignments and it's kind of concerning to me that this has been getting worked on and stuff like that for the last couple of off seasons and it still looks this way and I watched a quarterback like you should be familiar with Donovan McNabb who was a highly mobile strong arm quarterback but his accuracy was always scatter shot. And so that's what I kind of worry about when I hear about these um these um accuracy reports from Jay from Trey. I think that Donovan McNabb is a great comparison for Trey Lance. I think that Donovan McNabb was a top ten quarterback in the league and a, a way better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he could have been better. Also, Donovan McNabb always seemed twenty pounds overweight. You know what I mean? He was never like in the yeah, best shape. Sure. He was a hell of an athlete. He was a hell of an athlete with a beer belly, is the way I saw it. Like, Trey Lance is not like that. I don't know. But, like, Donovan, dude, Donovan McNabb would be young Donovan on this team? Yeah. 
I mean, it's not a top five quarterback, but I don't know. He was as good as Jeff Garcia to me, maybe better. Donovan? Yeah, that's about that's about a comparison I have to to way Trey is to playing way way is right now, the way he's being described is like Donovan sometimes will hit some beautiful plays, and then other times you'd be like, man, what the heck that's that's exactly that? was the Donovan McNabb experience. And I don't think that Donovan McNabb would have been worse, would have been worth three first round picks in a trade the way the Niners gave up for Trey. So they'll always have to. I don't think he can ever live up to that trade. But if he can be Donovan McNabb, the Niners just might win a Super Bowl. So in that way, he could live up to the trade. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very right, much for clearing that up. All right, for sure. Take care. Let me get Karan again. I'm sure it's going to work this time. Oh, no. You're in the Matrix now. Here, take those off. Take those off. Take those off. Take those off. Oh, my God. Ah! Sorry, Karan. I don't know what happened. Oh, oh, oh no. Ah! All right, here we go. No, you know, it's terrible again. <laughs> Call in one more time. We're going to get Karan. We're going to make this work. We're going to get Karan. I feel like Pee Wee Herman right there. Jesse. That's exactly what I was going to say. You sound like Pee Wee Herman. It was like Pee Wee Herman at a rave is what just happened. That was wild. Pee Wee Herman's uh, Big Adventure is might be the best movie ever made. It's very underrated. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Grant, I just had to get in real quick because right. Twitter is driving me nuts today, man. Right. Um, first of all, it's a, it's an off day. After Trey didn't have his best practice, I right. mean, to be nice. Yeah. So people are going to run wild with narratives, and the stuff I'm seeing is absolutely nuts. So here's my question to those that think Trey's not going to be good or those that are worried about Trey and if he can be good is – what if so if if Trey Lance was good against the Texans, and I yeah. think we can all agree he was pretty good, even when he wasn't good, he was 10 of 13 in the first half. Very Jimmy That's Garoppolo. True. That's true. Right. That's true. And he finished the game with 70% completions, like he was money. Right. So yeah. if Trey Lance was pretty good against the Texans, even his biggest critics will talk about how he has a drive to want to be great and he has work ethic and is extremely smart. Even his biggest critics will give him that. So are we really to believe that in a seven-month time span since that game that Trey has somehow regressed based off of some practices? That's the stance that some people are taking. That is a wild stance to take, in my opinion. Stance. That's a disingenuous stance based on statistics without context that people are giving to for attention. Well, and and listen, Jack's my guy, but CJ, here's what you have to understand. If you really listen to what Jack's saying, he's telling you that Trey is inaccurate when it's deep and outside the numbers. Two things that Jimmy never I would even attempted. I would disagree That's with it. that. I would disagree with that. I think actually early on in camp, he was really accurate on the fades up the sideline. The last week they were working on deep outs, and the timing was off with, with Debo. Um, his timing is money with Ayuk on any route. So I would just disagree with that assessment entirely. And Jack does a great job. I've been in every practice. He hasn't. I disagree with him on that. But it's an opinion. It'll it'll play out. We'll, we'll all see for ourselves after three preseason games, if he plays in the regular season. For sure. All right, man. You have a good day. All right, Jesse, for sure.
Josh Wyatt says, I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, but let's not pretend we're going from an F to an A. Best case, we're going from a C to a B, but downgraded five positions. Josh, I, you make a lot of great points. I wouldn't disagree with you with, at all on that. But again, how Trey's going to improve the run game is the most. You were all focused on the pass game here. The pass game is secondary. The run game is the identity of the team. Trey's going to make it a lot better. That's important. I, we're all glossing over the fact. I'm saying 750 yards, 10 touchdowns on the ground. Five, six yards of carry. Barry Baller 18, what say you? What's up, Grant? What's hey, up? Um, I want to talk about Trey Lance's arm angle. And I know okay. you put out the picture of him, how he's holding the ball. It kind of – it felt – the picture looked pretty normal in terms of grip. But some of these videos coming out, Grant, of Trey Lance throwing the ball, that arm angle's dropping down, right? Is he throwing some yes. sidearm? Yes. All of a sudden, okay. it's like all the all, all the mechanical work he did over the offseason is like gone. And that's what ha- t- I've seen this so many times. Quarterbacks try and they grant. But then as soon as it's like, oh, I'm in a, there's a pass rush. Let me throw the way I've been throwing since I was a little kid. How do you break that habit? I don't see how you can. I've never seen someone really do it. You can tweak it, but you can't overhaul it at 22 years old. I don't think you can. I, I mean, your arm slot, it feels like it is what it is at this stage of, of Lance's development. And honestly, I'm a bit concerned about it, Grant. I watched a video from a, a YouTuber. They got 100,000 subscribers. Uh, first down training, all right? This guy's a quarterback trainer, a football trainer, right? And uh, I Googled, you know, quarterbacks throwing sidearm. And, you know, he talks about, okay, occasionally it's necessary when you got to throw around a defender, right? Because we know, you know. Throw to the quick screen to the. Yeah, quick, yeah. Your hands yeah you can yep. drop down, get it out quick, throw sidearm, right? But if it's your just natural arm slot, that's a red flag. And what this guy talks about, tell me if any of this sounds familiar. When you throw sidearm, it puts a lot of stress on the on arm. Elbow, yeah. And leads to inaccurate, wobbly passes. And this video was published two years ago, but it kind of sounds like they're talking about Lance. And I'm, I'm, that's what I noticed on some of these videos coming out is Lance's arm is really dropping down. Sidearm could lead to some more batted passes. You saw it on the, you saw it on the, uh, the slow motion deep throw to Ayuk over Traverius Ward. It was like the throw of camp, right? He It looked a little funky. Like, what? what was, that's not what you've been practicing with Tom House and 3D QB, right? It's just something that I'm monitoring is that arm angle because I – Next time know, I see Trey, I'm going to be like – you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got to stay on top of the ball. Otherwise, you can sail it, right? It feels like he's kind of sailing some passes. Well, when that arm dips down, as a as a former pitcher, pitching coaches always say, stay on top of the ball. That's true. Right? Because when you're dropping also, down. That- you could watch the video of Joe Montana th- explaining how to throw a football. He explains, like, you want to be as over the top as possible because once you start getting side to side, you're adding a variable. You understand? Yeah. Like, yes. You can miss left or right. Right now you got now you got up and down and left and right as opposed to just yes. up and down, yes. And, and the left and right should be your body position, makes sense. So what I've noticed with him is yes he does have the 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 three quarter release and then he finishes way across his body, right? Yeah. Montana Every time. says you want everyone says you finish in your pocket. He finishes way across, so he's got a very much a a lateral dude. The thing about him, it's why I keep saying they're going to run him into the ground. Everything he does in terms of throwing is unorthodox. He may never become. Josh Allen, he could, but if he doesn't, you don't want to waste these three years having him be someone he's not. Run the freaking ball. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you're going to lose. Otherwise, you're going to lose. So I think he's going to run a lot. I think he's going to be really good at it, and I think he's going to throw as much as he needs to, just like with Jimmy. 
That's Lance. I want to get out of here with a few hot takes. I got a few hot takes. Maybe you got a hot take or bold prediction you can share, Grant. All right, quick but this go. goes along with, with the theme. I got a new weekly show, 49ers Fired Up, and it nice. debuts tonight. I'm definitely going to have to get you on some point down the road. So but to go good. along with my 49ers Fired Up theme, I got a couple hot takes. And one of them is that Danny Gray – who you fired me up when you were slandering my boy Danny, writing him off. But then it I was just trying like, to fire, I was just trying to get the most out of him. Clearly, it worked. Yeah, it did. So my bold prediction, my hot take for Danny Gray, he's going to average over 16 yards per catch, which would have been top 10 in the I NFL agree. last year. Debo actually led receivers in yards per catch up like 17, 18 yards. So Danny that. Gray, 16 yards a catch. And my last hot take, Kamiko Ture. Finishes second on the team in sacks. Oh, I like it. I like it. Barry Baller, always a pleasure. Get back to work. Right now. <laughs> All right. I got to see if Karan's ready. Hold on. Chris Soto, 17, says, have a good day, Grant. This last 20 has been wild. For sure. Thank you. Um, one more. One more. Hold on. Joshua Wyatt says, 35 million went to quarterback last year. How much money did they fall short by? This year's 39 million. You're the money ball guy. How are they better? I agree with you on that. I'm not picking them to make the playoffs. Their offensive line is not as good as it needs to be. All right, I got uh, Karan, Bryant Culp, Chewy, Rich Gravy. I'm gonna, I'll be here for a while. I'm going to take as many catch, uh, callers as I can, but we got we to keep it moving. So Karan, this better work. Yo. I don't know what's going on. You sound like, you sound like your name is Blorg from the, from the planet Vlorg. Yeah, you sound like you're talking from like eight, eight galaxies away. I'm sorry, Karan. I know you had a good point. We'll try it next time. Later, bud. Uh, okay, Bryant. Senor Culp. Mr. Mr. Culp. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Probably not. I can hear okay. you. Okay, what's going on? All right, so I just wanted to call. I know you're having a lot of people in. StreamYard seems to be weird, but um, it's really Jimmy. It's really Kyle's season. There's no excuses for Kyle. If he doesn't win a ring this year, he should be forever known as banana hands because he can't back out and say this is anyone else's fault. Um, if you're not comfortable with the type of you know way Lance grips the football, then you should have you should have researched it a little bit more. COVID or not, there's so much film you can go back and watch and say, okay, whether or not he was his pick or not his pick, they said, we're going to go with him. He should have done all the research he should have. He should be 100% Brian, in on trade. Remember what and Kyle said? There should be no excuses. He said they traded up in March so they could start evaluating the quarterbacks. That means they evaluated Trey Lance for two months. That means they didn't know about a lot of this stuff. And they bring him in, they're like, oh, wait. He doesn't really throw spirals. Huh? Did you see that on tape? Did you? No, I didn't really see it. Did you... Oh, that's oh, okay. Well, we can fix that. All right. What else? Oh, he's kind of got a sidearm really. Did you? Yeah, know see, that? I... No. I'm not a Trey hater. I like whoever they want to run with. I'm a Niner fan. So Trey, Tim whoever is supporting him, right? I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for that guy, but. All the everything that was coming out, they wanted Watson, Stafford. Then they tried to trade up for uh, Aaron Rodgers the night before the draft. So how much really are you in on this guy? And I, I want them to be all in on him. I want him to be good. But at the end of the day, if this backfires, 
This is all on Kyle, not John, not Parag. This is on John. Yeah, this is on Kyle. Crazy is like what they gave up for Trey is what you would give up for Deshaun Watson. It's what you would give up for a top 10, 8, 7. Stafford was cheaper in a trade than that. So how can Trey really live up to it? Kyle put himself in a bad position. And the way they're going to use that's, Trey Lee. That's look why I really, really like think at the end of the day, they didn't, at the end of the day, they really didn't want to draft a rookie. They wanted Stafford, Watson, and then they're like, we can get Rodgers. They're, they're, they're feuding over there. We can get Rodgers. And that's why they held up all the way till the end of the, all the way until draft. So once again, this is this is his. I'm gonna get out of here real quick. Thanks for having me on, and uh, look forward to you know some. And oh, real quick, when I played quarterback in high school, I only made it to the third string, but I didn't have a problem throwing the ball the way I gripped the ball. But other coaches, you know, they said, "Hey, you're too short, and you're gonna be a third string quarterback." But as far as throwing it over your shoulder and stuff, that's the way I understand you're supposed to throw it. You, that's the way you're supposed to throw it, but. If someone can throw it from their side or from their knee or, or you know. Nope, oh, Brian's gone. Love you, Brian. Take care. Chewy. Brian, what's up, man? How's it going? Man, I'm hanging in there. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Working from home, you know, so nice. enjoying it today. I figured I'd chime in. Um, so the topic you're talking about, right, Trey Lance. So let's go ahead and go. Let me, I got a question about it. So everybody, you know, all the talk about Trey, the struggles, whatever. He's the quarterback going forward. So we all got to be on board here. What I want to know from you've been there every practice. Mm -hmm. What have you seen the biggest improvement in Trey? Like from last season to this season, maybe from mini camp to now, what do you think he's improved in the most? I think he has improved the most uh, in situational football. Last year, he was good against a second string defense, but when it was time to like do the move the ball periods, he seemed lacking confidence. Now, like it wasn't good yesterday, but you got to remember there was no, it was Justin School, Colton McKivitz, Ty, uh, Tyler Croft. It wasn't the full complement of players. The day before it was, and he had two drives, not just one, two. The second one was, gorgeous so he i don't think he could have done that last year i think he has grown in just in terms of like knowing what to do in certain situations because he's so inexperienced yeah i think that's the accuracy he's gotten better <laughs> I can't say yeah, that. I mean, the, the yeah. thing when you look at it right like the only the only mention i'll make of jimmy because i want to use it as an example to what trey needs to do is like where he thrived was third downs right he was good at extending the drives and that's why you know, I think the offense was so effective was they kept the defense off the field. They had these long sustained drives. I know he had to do it that way because he didn't, he couldn't do it any other way, but that's where he thrived. So like for Trey, do you think like the athleticism and running around that that's going to be like what he leans on on third down? So we need to move the chains. Do you see that in his game so far? Well, hold on. When we say like Jimmy thrived on third down, like the Niners were 14th in conversion rate on third down last year which is pretty right in the middle and then jimmy in particular he he had his completion percentage was 63 through six touchdowns and four picks i mean he was he was decent but i wouldn't say he's like a third down mastermind so again like i don't think the bar is like well i mean if, if there was a if there was a strength to his game we would say that was as close to it as, as possible sure. right but with lance like now if they're like the worst third down offense in the league they're not going to be able to run the ball as much they're going to suck but i don't think they're going to i think while he may be a little inferior as a straight drop back passer right now than Jimmy, um, 
he can also extend plays. And I think just the scrambling, the extending, it's going to lead to conversions as well. So he may get them differently, but it might even out. Because Jimmy, it's like, I got to get the ball out in two seconds, otherwise I'm screwed. That's not Trey's game. We've seen it a lot. He'll pass up a slant, come back around to the right, hit this, and get the 10 yards another way. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, because I think, in my opinion, that's going to be like a key to the season is how can he extend these drives? How can he keep it going? Explosive plays are going to be there. He has the arm to get it downfield. He's going to be inaccurate, miss some throws here or there. But when it's on the line and we need to extend the drive, can he, can he do it? I've been comparing him to young Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson could do that. You know, young Andrew Luck could do that. Uh, if Trey Lance is a disaster on third down, the Niners will suck and he will be a bust. So, I, but again, I, I don't think he will be a disaster on third down. He may be a little scattershot, uh, but I still think that his ability to avoid pressure, extend plays, will help this offense because Jimmy couldn't avoid pressure. And as far as like panicking, I mean, I don't think anybody should EP at that level. And, you know, everybody called me a Jimmy G guy. I'm a, you know, I'm in Trey's corner now. I think this week is going to show us a lot when they're going up against a different defense, see exactly, you know, where he's at, because we think we might have like a top five defense, the 49ers. So seeing him against a different defense probably is going to paint a different story than what we've been seeing the first week. Um, So that's kind of my thoughts on it. I got one other quick thing. It's not about the quarterback, but I wanted to ask you. Um, So one of the most important battles or the most important thing that we need to decide this offseason is the nickel, the slot cornerback, basically the nickel cornerback, right? Like that fit defensive back on the field. Everybody going into the um, offseason, we all thought maybe Ambry Thomas was going to be there. They were going to figure out a way to get him, Mosley, Ward on the field at the same time. Based on your reports, like he's nah. struggling. Um, do you think maybe Tarverius more? No. No. I know they tried in the past. No, I think what they're going to do, I think it's going to be either Denard or Womack. Probably Womack. Um, he's more athletic. But I think what they could do is their key, their ace is Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward can cover in the slot. He can cover wide receivers. And I think it, depending on the matchup, like if it's the Rams – what maybe you put Jimmy Ward on Cooper Cup? Because what's the point on putting point of putting him on Tyler Higby? If it's the Chiefs, you put him on Travis Kelsey. Maybe they so do that's, something like that. That's what I was getting at. Like Ward, yeah. we can put him on the slot. Yes. Moore Maybe has speed, right? On the outside. Maybe we could have more in the back end. They could do something like that. They absolutely Jimmy they, Ward there and then Hufanga up in the box. They can do right. that. Yeah, they can definitely do that. Yeah. Good question. Cool. That's all I had, man. All right, you. All right, peace out, Grant. Take it easy, man. Voice ad agencies is a little late to this chat. Has anyone else been hearing Jimmy Garoppolo the Rams? WTF? No. No. Really? Are they still paying for Jared Goff? Ryan and Jennifer Wood said, just want to show some love, bro. Thanks for the day-to-day updating. As a fan, I'm excited for this season. I hope Trey is able to grow weekly as he leads us on the quest for six. Baby! Thank you, Ryan and Jennifer Wood. That was very generous of you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Jay Good says, how do you enter a video chat for later reference? Um, there is a link in the description and the chat at the beginning, but mostly the description. All right. Uh, okay. We got rich gravy wolf. And then that's what, that's what we got for right now. Rich gravy. What's going on? Hey, Grant. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm on my lunch break at work. I figured I'd give you guys a call. Um, I've been enjoying the coverage, you know, the good and the bad. 
Uh, just the day before, when he had to start an offensive line, he drove down the field and threw a touchdown at the last minute to Raymond Cloud, right? But I'm seeing guys today, they're panicking, they're hitting the panic button. We need Jimmy G back. We need No, man. If he has a bad offensive line and he's going up against one of the top defenses in the NFL, which everybody says our defense should be, what do you expect him to do? I would like to know what his numbers are behind Trent Williams and McGlitchie versus Justin School and whoever the hell else they have out there. I, I, I could do my best I, 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 to see. I could go through. I could do my best to see if I wrote that down. But yeah, that's that's the key question right there. Like yeah. people are asking, are acting as if if Trey Lance can't dominate a great defense without his starting left tackle, starting right tackle, and starting tight end, he's a bum. Like. Aaron Rodgers couldn't dominate the defense with Devontae Adams on the field. Like, it's a very, yeah. very good yeah. defense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a very good defense. Ask yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't score any points in the playoffs. But then so, other people are like, well, okay, well, you got to keep that same energy you had for for Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Jimmy Garoppolo lost his job because of what he did in games, not practice. He threw like four or five picks in, in, in training camp last year in one game, one day. So yeah, I still haven't play. seen – uh, Trey have a bad of day of that, and he's not running the ball. He's not using his mobility. You know, when, where are the Jimmy Gimmies? You know, the exactly. Jimmy Gimmies, the, the little screens. The, the tray ups. The tray ups, not the layups, the tray ups. So I'm not concerned at all about Trey Lance. That's my thing. I just want people to stop pressing the panic button. Get a guy some time, see him against the Vikings, see him against some of these other defenses, and I think it'll ease everybody's mind. Um, I agree. I was wondering about the cornerback. Slot corner, Dequez Denard. We seem like we can't move the ball, but I would think they would be picking on him. But I guess he's not as easy to pick on as uh, you were saying. Womack will probably take his job. I think that at the end of the day, they could always bring Tavarius Moore in and slide Jimmy Ward into the slot corner. And I think that'll probably be their best lineup. I agree. I think that's what they'll do. I think that's what they'll do. Rich, thanks for calling in, man. Thank you. Later. Uh, Wolf and then Ed Irving will be after that. Wolf. <coughs> Good to see you. Yo. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Right on, right on. Hey, so, um, man, if I didn't see it, I wouldn't believe it, man. I can't believe all this trolling on Trey Lance. It's crazy. Now, yeah. I think everybody's forgetting that Trey Lance was practicing basically strictly with the second and third string last year. Correct. Came in when Jimmy got hurt, got thrown into the mix, and played basically better than Jimmy did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've seen him lead long drives and everything as well. Uh, I was curious because that was one of my big questions with him. I know we saw him do a, a good drive before uh, the half of the Texans game, which uh, that was a close one because he almost got intercepted on that throw to Ayuk. But uh, you came out about that, uh, that long drive he did uh, the day before yesterday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, now I was curious, so was it a two minute drill? Were they yeah. timed or one, were there one timeouts minute, 20 or what? 20 seconds, what one minute, 20 seconds. I forget if they had timeouts, but I don't believe they did have timeouts. They were down four and he hit the, he let him all the way down. He had the touchdown pass as time expired. See, that's what I want to hear, man. And I, what I want you to know is, so he got his first three completions. I believe he had at least three completions to Kittle on that drive. Kittle didn't practice yesterday. And, um, Kittle doesn't practice as much as he used to. He's older. They don't need him to practice like Trent Williams. Yeah. That's going to be a, there's going to be that's going to be a safety blanket. Him and Ayuk are a safety blanket. Right now the connection with Debo isn't there. Debo will be the deep threat. I wonder how they'll use Debo. He'll get there eventually, but when Kittle's there full time it's going to make a big difference. 
And that's, that's basically what Jimmy had was those safety blankets. It's like he's yeah. throwing everybody's screens. Right. Then everybody got yak. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to see that's that what you're going to do. That's all Lance has to do, man. And uh, people I are mean, acting like it's – How many did Jimmy throw to, to Debo Samuel every game? Like, they didn't really pra- – you don't practice that that much. You don't need to do yeah. that a ton of times in practice. You do once, maybe. Once. Yeah, I think I, I think, think completed think... one screen pass to one screen pass so far to Debo. He's going to complete a lot of screen passes to Debo this year. Yeah, and there were basically like emergency calls. It seems like Kyle just threw in the game because he had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, everybody's acting like it's a big mystery. Like we haven't seen Lance play and perform better, more expo- explosive plays than Garoppolo. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, this is coming from somebody who loves I mean, I got love and respect for Garoppolo, man. Like, but still, he held us back so badly last year, I couldn't stand watching those playoff games. Garoppolo had more than enough opportunities. It's time for Trey to get his. Yes, sir. Thank you. I believe so. Likewise. Take care. Voice ad agency says Trey was pretty good last season on third down in the AZ game. He converted multiple. It was the offensive penalties that killed us. Good point. Good point. Uh, if, if he's good on third down, this offense is going to be way better than what it was with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Trey Lance's season will uh, remind you of Lamar's 2019. Uh, maybe a little Lamar, a little Jalen Hurts, just in terms of like run to pass ratio. I think, yeah. Okay. I want to get to Ed Irving. Ed, what's up? You're muted. You just got to press the little uh, microphone button. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Sorry about this. I'm, uh, uh, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, just on my way to work with a co-worker. And I uh, okay. got your email and wanted to uh, stop by and uh, clarify what I mean about, about Trey's grip. Go for it. All right. Well, basically, uh, just like I said in the email, you know, it's like baseball. Um, I've coached quarterbacks play quarterback uh pretty much my whole life and it's just whenever you're throwing the ball you know what you really want to do is you want to get the ball on those fingertips you know yeah and it's not something that because i was talking with my brother and he was like you know why change now and basically it's like you said and uh when you were talking the other night you were saying that it's just getting that little percentage better. Yeah. And it's going to take you that much further. And with a spiral, yeah. it cuts through the wind. It's more accurate. It provides more touch. It could be the difference between an incompletion, a completion, a first down, a touchdown, or interception. Yep. You know? So, and when we're talking about this with the grip, this is something he can just do warming up. Mm-hmm. Every day, just playing with it, finding it, and just makes so much easier. I mean, I think I think if I were a coach, if you were a coach, my question for Trey would be, why do you grip it the way do you do? Why? Who told you to do that? And, and what effect are you hoping to have? Because I remember when I was 16, I went to a hitting coach for the first time, and he was like, okay, show me your batting stance. And it was like, I was trying to be A-Rod. He was like, why are you doing any of that? None of that helps you hit. And he totally like rebuilt me, and everything was pragmatic after that, I think. Trey might want to think about some of these things. Anyway, Ed, there's a little bit of a, a feedback. Anyway, the, the audio wasn't great. I'm going to let you go, all right? But thanks for calling in. The audio wasn't great. I'm going to let you go, all right? But thanks for calling in. All right. See you, Ed. All right. Um, okay. 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 
Let's see. Oh, friend of the show, Vermilion Sports Report. Grant, what's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, I gotta, I gotta adjust my camera. Okay. All right. So, um, Trey Lance, he's a young kid, and um, do you mind if I adjust my camera real quick? Please do. It'll be two seconds. Hold All on. right. All right. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be way more high tech this this part of the show, but it's okay. I like how we put. No, that's not right. He went the wrong direction. This is going to be bad. No, you, you pushed it the wrong direction. He literally pushed it the wrong direction. Okay, is that better? No, it's worse. Yeah, it's better. No, it's worse. <laughs> no, it's worse. Okay, hold on, hold on. Dang it. <laughs> Leave it to a Rams blogger to get left and right. There you go. There you go. Huge mistake. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Here we go. There we go. Okay. So, Trey Lance, Grant, stick to your guns. It's a young kid. It, it, uh, we knew that he was going to have growing pains. Amazing how the 49er fans are jumping off bridges. Boy, I tell you. Um, Here's the thing, man. There's a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo fans in the fan base, and he's still on the team, and they're like, hey, well, what about what? <laughs> well, how come people want? See what I'm saying? So, that this is the situation that the Niners have created by keeping Jimmy here. There's a whole faction of people that feel like this never should have happened. Did it exist? I want to know. Like, were there Jimmy? Were there Jared Goff fans that felt that the, the Rams should have stuck with him, or did that not exist? You know what, uh, Jared Goff? Because we came from Fisher, it wasn't as bad. Uh, but actually, it is very similar that you say that because the Niners um, were losing before Jimmy Garoppolo got there, and I think they remember that. It's not, it wasn't yeah. that long ago, right? But um, you know, the to me, um, the kid is coachable. He's uh, he's. Um, Got all the tools. Uh, he just needs the reps. And whose fault is that? That he didn't get reps besides the injury. When he was healthy, whose fault is that? You know, um, and like I said before, uh, Kyle Shanahan reminds me of Norv Turner and Mike Martz. Offensive got minds, but he's not a great head coach. And he's proving it again with Trey Lance. And look at the offensive line. I mean, would I mean, any responsible uh, um, head coach would make sure that he had some guys on the offensive line to help his guy. I mean, he was caught by surprise that Mac retired. I mean, the incompetence is amazing. If there was somebody else that they could actually get, they probably would have fired him already. But he has them by the cojones. You know, they can't. What are they going to do without him? I mean, right. here's a guy that 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 they're married to, and he has a losing record in his sixth year as head coach. If 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 he goes like I talked to you before. If he goes nine and eight and they don't make the playoffs, he still has his job and he's still going to be there. And he goes into his seventh year with a losing record. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. The Niners are loaded. There's no more excuses. Here's a guy that gets so many excuses. Oh, he's a genius. Yeah, but what does he want? Oh, he's a genius. Yeah, but what does he want? Oh, he's, he's amazing. I, I, I trust him. You know, um, isn't that amazing? I mean, he. God bless him. He's a heck of a mind. But in the biggest game that he's had between the Rams and 49ers, where was that 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 magic bag to to pull out those uh, offensive plays when you guys needed to, to uh, get it? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was running for his life. And then here's uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan with the offensive line making Trey Lance run for his life. And the only thing is he doesn't have the experience. At least Jimmy had the experience, uh, you know, even though he didn't have the skill set. So that's the problem here. You have an inexperienced quarterback that's still working on his throwing motion. And, um, you know, he's got all the tools of the world, but maybe he doesn't have the head coach to get him through. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, he can we'll drop see. a play. But um, but God bless the Grant. Their issues, but they do match up very well with the Rams. And I don't think they oh, yeah. the Rams when Trent Williams is healthy. Well, so yeah. Um, 
the key between the two teams is this. We match up very good. They've had our number in the regular season, but um, if we have any kind of inkling of a running game, Stafford doesn't have to put it all on us. I haven't back. seen that since Todd Gurley got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Been a and, while. Uh, and one thing I want you to do, not right now you can't because you got your busy. Uh, you know, we were talking about on uh, the, on the Niners uh, fans coming out to Levi Stadium, you know, and then uh, and then as Ram fans, we call um, uh, the uh, Santa Clara, um, the, the house that Todd Gurley built. Um uh, just to get back at him, uh, you know, because we always used to beat him there when we had Todd Gurley. Um, yeah. So I want you to look up this this here, 2001 fan attendance, and it's going to show you ESPN stats. The Rams are eighth. Guess who's 19th? The 49ers. That's the 49ers. It's very interesting. So you're talking about fair weather fans, right? So they come out. They're in L.A. because the Rams are gone for 20-plus years, and they get those nice, shiny, brand-new jerseys with the tag sticking out of the hey, back. Hey, man, Niner fans will go to games in L.A., but not Santa Clara. That's the thing. If you look at it, look at it. I'm I'm, not, I'm just, just – don't. So far is nicer here. than Levi's. What can you say? So far is better. Man, <laughs> I got to go. But thanks God for calling me. Thank hey, you for talking to me, man. brother. Later. Fly guy asked you there? Hey, yeah, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of the show. I've been watching for a minute, but uh, I got to talk about a few things about Lance. Uh, there's been a lot of like slander going on with his arm and this, that, and the third. But uh, earlier, earlier when we got a few glimpses of him last year, nobody talks about like the quick feet. Like we all know that he can run with his feet, but like there's a few times where he where he didn't been in the game and he scores. He's been in the game for us and he scores. And there was so much hype about him. Like put him in, put him in, put him in. Now he goes through a few bad practices, and there's just all this talk about Lance doing bad. Man, I'm ready real for quick, the Real quick, fly guy. Uh, how is it that Trey Lance holds the ball longer than Jimmy Garoppolo but gets, sacks, gets sacked less often? Because he can move. He's quick. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. And, and, and the thing about that is the Niners, we haven't seen that yet. We've seen it in the past. But, man, this guy is different. This kid is different. Everybody's writing this kid off, and I'm telling you, like, it's, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it. Uh, that was one thing I wanted to speak on. But this is what I, I this is something else I want to speak on. Uh, the receivers. In regards to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, we all know that Debo had a breakout year last year. Ayuk was going crazy in practice. He's going to have a hell of a year this year. Give me your honest opinion. Who's going to have the most receiving yards between Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk that you think this year? Brandon who's gonna Ayuk. Better, who's going to do better? Uh, Brandon Ayuk is going to lead the team in receiving yards this year. Brandon Ayuk. Now, Debo could lead the team in yards from scrimmage, but Ayuk's going to lead the team in receiving yards. And Kittle might be number two, because yeah. frankly, if you go back and look at the at the at the um, stats, the team stats from last year when they changed their whole offense from like the first Rams game on, leading receiver was Ayuk, second leading receiver was Kittle, third leading receiver was Debo. I think that could be how their offense functions from now on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, man, no, I'm excited, man. We got a bunch of Ray Ray McLeod, Danny Gray. And we got all these pickups. Explosive. Explosive. It's going to be a hell of a year, man. Explosive. I know you got the callers. Uh, hey, man, I'm definitely going to be back on the show again, man. Like, I'm a huge fan of you. Keep up the great content. I watch it every day. I look forward to your uploads, man. Thank you. Hey, thank. where are you calling from? I'm calling from I'm calling from Marin. Marin. Oh, nice. I, nice, man. Have a great – I'm in Oakland. Say it again? Cool. I'm in Oakland, so not too far. Come on, man, Bay Area. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'll definitely get the game September 18th, front row. Cheer my ass off. Yeah, baby. All right. Have a good time, man. Later, right, fly. Thanks. Scott Martin says, Ramilia Sports Report is scared to death. Voice trembling. Hey, man, I'm extremely intimidating, as you guys can see. Joey, 
What up, Grant? I, I just have to say one thing before I get into what I wanted to say. Uh-huh. Like, I get that Kyle has a losing record, but he also had to, like, rebuild this team from, like, the ground up. True. Like, who True. did we have? We had Joe Staley. Yeah. Joe okay. Staley. Like, I mean, yeah. But, uh, um, like, a, a couple months – why is my camera doing that, bro? <laughs> um, a couple oh, months ago, a couple months ago, I was on the show, and you were talking about – like uh um when they're when you were talking about they might move Brunskill to center. Yeah. And um so so and I would I said I said one thing that a lot of people underrate about center is that the the snapping and the accuracy of snapping and and I was and and y- y'all remember listening to me. And now y'all are seeing it that you need it. You need to be good at snapping. You have to get a lot of reps at snapping. But what I've seen from the videos is that he's gotten way better. Like that, like the videos of of him, uh, of him snapping a tray and then trays throwing it deep downfield to uh, Debo. Like after practice, those are way better, for sure. Good. good. I'm glad. So you're encouraged. Oh yeah. Encouraged. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. But I, I, like that, I'm not there watching him block. Are huh? you a big Brunskill believer? Are you a Brunskill believer? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen him block. I haven't seen him block at center, like do a center's job. Okay. So it's like, but but his snaps are looking good. They're looking consistent now from what I see. Good. Uh, well, when when the lineman is not in his face. Well, Joey, I, I want you to watch that closely in preseason. First game is on. Friday and report back. See what you tell us what you think. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks, Joe. For sure. Later, man. Laters. Later. Uh, let's see. Shreddy's been waiting forever and a day. What's up, Shreddy? Yo, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Yep. I'm good. Thanks, man. Thank you. You know, basic man, put it together. (laughs) Um, so yeah, man, huge fan. Um, been watching you. Everybody I know hates on you. I don't get it, but I mean, appreciate it. You know, you say all this stuff that people don't want to say, but need to hear, need to be Thank said. Um, so I just want to say, I think Trey is good as is. Um, they need to just, you know, let the chains off, let him ball. Um, he doesn't need to be the best. He just needs to be better than Jimmy G, which I think um, he'll give the Niners more opportunities to win. Um, so I was watching your show um, maybe a month ago, and you were talking about how um, the Niners could potentially be in a rebuild year because they didn't invest in the O-line. Uh, so are you still feeling like that? Um, I mean, the defense looks like it's ready now. It could be Super Bowl-type yeah. defense, but then, you know, the offense isn't there. So what are your thoughts? you still think the team is rebuilding or you think they want to actually try to make a run? I'll put it this way. Rebuilding is a little strong. Um, put it this way. The team is incomplete. And frankly, the team that went to the Super Bowl – and 2019 was incomplete at this time, too, because a big move for them was trading for Sanders. Because they went into the season, their starters were Debo and freaking Marquise Goodwin, not good enough. Dante Pettis was crashing and burning. Getting Sanders was huge. If the Niners cut Jimmy eventually, they'll have a t- $27 million in cap space, and they can make one more move. If they're like, you know, what were they? at? The, they were 7-0 at the, at the deadline in 2019. They made the, the all-in move. Bro, I think the Niners don't know what they're going to be. They're like... Yeah, we can and, be terrible, but if we're good, we can make that move. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of what happened last year because, you know, it was it was really bad starting out. You know, it, it took like, you know, the all time greats getting involved, you know, like, like kind of lighting the fire. You know, next thing you know, we're in the NFC championship and we start out, I think it was like three and six and, you know, we beat the yeah. Rams and then it was like, you know, let's just but keep for a minute. It looked like they were going to be sellers at the deadline. It was like, is Tark going to get traded? And, and yeah, No, yeah. but they, they were leaning that way. So it sounds like I guess we got to figure out. I guess that's the Niners MO. Um, I guess my other question is about uh, PSG again, you know, Jimmy G. Um, first, I see that, you know, they're going to cut him right before the trade deadline. But then I saw that they can wait until September 10th um, to really uh, to cut him where uh, the money won't be guaranteed. Like, right. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It seems like we got a date and then it gets pushed back. And so, like. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering. And then now we're talking about preseason. You don't want to play Trey Lance at preseason to get a risk getting him injured. You know, maybe you give Nate Sudfeld all the reps, but it's like Jimmy G still there. He could potentially be there till September 10th. Do you play him in preseason? No, you probably don't play him because he might get hurt and then you'll be stuck. So, like, I don't know. Like, what do they do with Jimmy G, man? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock you with this one. But I feel like at this point, just keep him. Just freaking keep him. Because honestly, they don't have to do anything because you don't have a backup quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Trey Lance could miss some games because you're going to run him a lot. And if you miss the playoffs because Nate Sudfeld went 0 3, you just keep Jimmy at this point. Trey Lance isn't going to play 17 games. He's going to be banged up for at least one, two weeks, maybe. That's what I say. You know, they should have had like Tyrod Taylor. If they could trade Jimmy for Tyrod Taylor right now, I would do it. I like Cam Newton, man. I like Cam Newton on a one year deal, man. It's the same thing. If he's in. Huh? I, I've always gotten the vibe from Cam that he doesn't want to do that. Like he doesn't want. He to said do he'd that. be willing to do it for the right really? team at this career. You know, and the Niners is that team. You know, yeah. they can go the distance, deep, deep playoff run. Anyway, I know you got other folks, man. Thanks for oh, your man. time, man. I'm gonna keep watching, leaving my comments, man. Call in again, man. That was good. Oh, oh, I left a comment one time. STG. That means swear to God. Just, just so you know. Oh, that makes God. sense. STG. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying that. All right, thanks, Shreddy. All right, bro. STG. Later. A noob. Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing, man? Good to see you. I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm not panicked about Trey Lance at all, but I am panicked about the offensive line. Um, I think it is disastrous. Um, First of all, I think Kyle is is thinking about a run-oriented offensive line. He's thinking about the, the mobility, the movement, but he's not thinking about the pass protection. That's not his priority at all. Am only, I wrong he, about he, that? He, he only values it at left tackle. But what I will say, so far, the right guard rookie looks good in pass protection. I didn't see that coming. On third down, I think Banks and whoever the center are is uh, is going. They're going to get pushed back, and Trey's going to have pressure in his face from the left side and right at the middle. But Burford, Burford and Williams look good in pass protection. McGlinsey, I don't know. Banks, the two, the Notre Dame guys, I don't know, but I, the other ones, I, don't, I, I like them. Okay, okay, so we yeah. got two, two out of you got five. two. You got two. <laughs> better than one. Yes, better than one. <laughs> two yeah. is better than one. Yeah, but I mean, how could they not see that this was the number one priority in the off season? I mean, did they not watch the tape the last three years? The pass protection was the reason they lost to the Chiefs. You know, the, yeah. the offensive line was in Jimmy's lap. Chris Jones was in Jimmy's face. Same thing with Ashawn Robinson and uh, and Donald, right? So, 
Here's what. Here's how they get here. They value D line over O line. Okay. Straight up. So to get the kind of offensive linemen you're talking about, who are good in pass protection and run blocking, those are first round picks. You really need to make investments, and the Niners don't do that. Other than their left tackle, I mean, they did it at right tackle. But and that's my whole issue with McGlinchey. He should be a good pass protector. Where you took him in the draft, and he's not. They, but it's like if they really valued offensive line, they'd get those guys. But they value defensive line, and so what they try to do is run the ball and do play action and have a bunch of smoke and mirrors, and that's great until it's third down or you're losing or it's fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. It's like it all works until the very end, and then it falls apart. It falls apart, and yeah. so I think Kyle's got to re—he's got to reprioritize at least with the assets that he has. He has to go with the the O linemen that are the most stout. On O-line. Who's going to guard? Did you see the kid from uh, the Eagles, Jordan Davis? Yeah. He was just bulldozing uh, his offensive linemen. Uh, this is this is going to be the big issue. If they play the Eagles, if they play the Rams. The Rams caller, he was dead on right. The rest of the team is Super Bowl ready. Yeah. But the offensive line looks like, you know, a bunch of rookies. Other than Trent Williams, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean yeah. that's gonna that's gonna come back to bite us. If you gotta trade assets, future assets, go get veterans. You know what about Billy Price? Are they gonna sign him? Why not? I don't know. I guess what they're gonna do is see how it goes in preseason before they make a move. But uh, yeah, I think they should probably consider that. Yeah, if they, they if they do that, if they can make this offensive line stout, I don't see any reason why they can't go to the Super Bowl. The NFC is weak this year. Uh, the AFC is going to kill itself. They have about 15 teams in the AFC. It could be Denver. It could be the Bills. It could be the Chiefs. There's a lot of great teams. The, the Chargers. Yeah. Well, so we'll see what we'll happens. see what happens, man. Thanks for calling in, Anoop. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Bryant Culp says, Kyle, no excuses. Been in the hands until he wins a Super Bowl ring. I agree. Joseph says, is Javon Kinler, Kinlaw bigger than Jordan Davis? Let's go, uh, Trey, though. Niners fans have some faith. 75-yard bombs coming. I haven't seen Jordan Davis. Uh Kinlaw's big, but Banks is bigger. I don't think Kinlaw, it's not really about being super big. He just needs to get low. All right, who we got next? What's up, Mason? Hey, let's go. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know if you remember. The last time we talked, yes. I showed you when I showed you this, and you clowned me for it a little bit, my my 49 tattoo. And then I had a wildly outlandish wide receiver take. Okay. When we talked, we were talking about how Jawan Jennings looked really good towards the end of the season, really good in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then he was going to come in. And I, th I thought he had that dog in him. I really did. So far, I, I want to know, I want to know what has happened from then to now. And also I want to, I just want to say I'm turning in my card, new wild take, Brandon, IU pro bowl season yeah. looking fucking fan. Oh, excuse me. Looking fantastic. Looking great, man. I don't know. I feel like too many people predicted that Jawan Jennings was going to blow up, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And now he's, like, getting all this tension. People say he's the best route runner on the team, and a lot of really good corners are like, oh. Who's saying that? Who's saying that? Kyle. E. Kyle says that Jawan Jennings is the best route runner on the team. Okay, well, now you got a target on your back, and Traverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley are like, well, I just shut him down. <laughs> I guess I must be a great cornerback. Yeah, I just I don't think he's ready to compete the way that Ayuk is. No, and I mean, he could be like mini Jimmy G. He could just suck and then come into the games and be good. But like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I just hate I hate hearing about like players that play like dog in practice and then like just random like Jimmy, like 
Jimmy yeah. threw like what eleven picks last, in his last training. It's not sustainable. No, it's just really inconsistent. It's really inconsistent. I don't know. Yeah. That's just I. I just I don't know. Now, now though, uh, recency bias. I'm rocking with my boy Brandon. He. He's he's the dog. He's, he's the stepping dog. up. He's stepping oh, up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yep. sure. Most definitely. All right, All Mason. Right. Peace out. Peace, man. Jason Lutz says, "Has anyone in camp changed your mind about them? I know you were down on top uh, at rookie minicamp. Uh, he looks good. Um, Samuel Womack looks pretty good. Uh, Burford had no idea he was good. So yeah, a lot of the rookies are better than I thought they would be. I was not. I didn't like the. I hated the draft class when they had it. But so far, and now I was just talking with another person on here about like." It, you need to invest in offensive line. Like it's easier to find defensive linemen. The Niners got Drake Jackson in the end of round two. It's way harder. Who was the best offensive lineman available at the end of round two? I bet he wasn't as good as Drake Jackson. It's just harder to find good offensive linemen. Um, Shane says, if our defense is as stat as we hope, we will be in the Super Bowl. We don't need a uh, we don't need for scoring crazy points like the 85 Bears. I don't know if they're the 85 Bears, but we'll see. Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Hey, what's Greg. Up, what's up, man? It's been a minute. How you doing, man? How you doing? Good. Hi, I just uh, wanted to check in with you. Um, I guess a lot of people already stole my uh, stole my thunder and what I wanted to kind of talk about. But the way I'm looking at it, I'm kind of looking at um, big picture here, you know, with the with the consistency issues. I've been watching all of your, um, you know, reviews of, of training camp. I think the short to intermediate passes – it's a struggle and it's going to be a growing pain, but I think a lot of people, man, I think going, going away from Jimmy, people are putting so much pressure on, on Trey, you know, and we, we knew, we knew that we were going to go through these growing pains, you know, and we just got to give the kids some time. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, give me, you know, five games, six games. Um, I think right now with the, with the um, preseason games, you know, give him two, three series, get him, you know, get loose, you know, get the jitters out and get him his confidence on, on a real game rep. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I think the biggest thing to me, it's, I'm not even too worried about, about Trey Lance. I think he's gonna, he's gonna shine. He's gonna get his game reps, you know, and uh, we're going to move away from Jimmy. I think the biggest thing here that some of, some of other callers talked about to me, the biggest issue is the O-line, man. I think this whole, um, indecisiveness of, you know, in between going with Brunskill or, you know, Brennan. Um, I, I think that's the biggest issue to me. Like that old line, it's scary. Like we saw it on Saturday when we, when we had all the starters in there and Trey shine, you know, on that two, on that situational football on that two minute drill, he shined. Right. And then when you had on Sunday, like most of the starters were like chilling were like they had the day off. Trace struggled, you know, with that, with the secondary O-line. So I think, I think that's the biggest thing right there, you know, and, uh, and then people got to realize that this is, this is training camp, just like Camille said in the very beginning, this is training camp, you know, relax. The kid is learning. He needs more reps. And um, I think the numbers are skewed too. When you talk about like 14 for 14 with, with, uh, you know, with the, with the backup quarterback, like, Honestly, it's not the same thing. Trey is pushing the bo the ball downfield. You know, it's not like he's not doing these little dink dunk throws throws that Jimmy would do. You know, he's throwing bombs. He's trying to you know throw to throw deep. You know, Kyle's testing it out. You know, see what he why he can implement in the two belt. And in in the real game, like you you've been harping on in the real game scenarios, like 
I believe Kyle is going to run the football 30, 40 times, you know, and that's what people got to realize. And then bringing the element of being more agile, more, you know, more agile with his legs, you know, it's 11 on 11, literally, you know, so people need to chill, need to calm down, need to give the kids some time, you know, uh, even, you know, the dude from the Rams talked about, I mean, he's 22 years old, but this also falls on Kyle too. Didn't give him, you know, a lot of like playing opportunity last year, you know, threw him under the fire. That, that game against the, the Cardinals was, was a disaster, you know, and so I think that's on Kyle a little bit too, you know, getting him there and getting him hurt. So, but I'm confident, you know, um, Debo, you know, Debo is going to be a huge playmaker too. He's, he's, you know, getting, getting back in football shape and, um, you know, but the connection, the, the team chemistry that he's having with Brendan Ayuk, I think that's, he's locked in and he's going to be his breakout season. So he has a lot of weapons, man. He just need to, you know, I think, and then I think another thing is like Kyle will, will be able to scheme up, you know, every single game, um, you know, but one question for you, Grant, in terms of not Trey Lance, but I know this was something that you talked about, even like when the Niners didn't have a really solid uh, secondary with Eric Davis back in, in the early 90s. Um, do, well, how, how, how do you see the secondary now, which has been a huge issue in past seasons, right? I've been following you since 2019 um, here on your show. Congrats on the 50K, by the way. But, um, you know, I think like the secondary with Traveris Ward, he's been clamps, you know, he's been huge there. Um, you know, Fred Warner, you know, he's been solid. I think he's playing better from, you know, evaluating your, you know, on uh, the training camp has been play a lot better than last year. So he, if he can, you know, play like he did the last games and then ramp up from there, but the secondary, what do you think about the secondary compared to, you know, previous years? It has a chance to be the best. The two wards are excellent. Mosley's excellent. Lucas, I got to take more calls. The show's right at the end, but thank you for sticking with me, man. Good call. Take care. All right. Michael says, how do you know Ayuk's mom? Funny story. Green Bay, playoff game. I was staying in a hotel that was right next to Lambeau. She was staying there too. I think two nights before the game, I went to the bar. She was at the bar talking to some Niner fans. I was eavesdropping. She, I figured out that she was Ayuk's mom. I said, hey, are you Ayuk's mom? She said, hey, are you Grant Cohn? I watched your videos. So I, you know, took everyone out to dinner. We had a good time. We had a great time. Ayuk's mom is a really, really nice lady. And Ayuk seems to be a very well-raised young man. Just saying. All right. I see a Grant Cone shirt. What's up? That's yes. a great shirt. Thank you, Waruna. Where just did you get that? Wonderful. Just wanted to show this. That's all. I love it. I love it. Congratulations on 50K. So Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Hope you are doing well. Just wanted to say hi and show this. That's it. Anyone who's wearing a Grant Cohn t-shirt immediately goes to the front of the line. Sorry I didn't see you earlier. That's fine. That's totally All fine. Right. So have a good day, Grant. Just wanted yeah. to say hi. That's it? That's it. That's it. All we'll right. talk to you later. All right, man. Good to see you. Okay. Take bye. care. Eugene, you've been waiting for like three weeks. Oh, but your connection isn't ready. I'll get you again. Uh, John, you're pulled over. How you doing? Going down. What's up? The sky is falling. Obviously. Yeah! <laughs> Everything, everything's going to hell, but hey, it's lucrative for you. I think every day Trey has a bad uh, bad game this year. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> I think but, either way. Good game, yeah. bad game. People are, are so interested in what he is, and they don't know. 
Well, it's so funny is, you know, it's, as you said, a lot of people touched on it, but training camp really means nothing. They're experimenting, yeah. they're trying things, uh, yeah. they're seeing what they got so they can game plan. Um, they're shuffling the line, figuring that out. So everybody just needs to kind of chill. I think that, you know, Josh Allen took two years, right? We all know that everyone that's mm-hmm. that everyone knows this. And I yeah. think that Ray has better coaching than Josh did. I think they got a better uh, fit around him. So I think everyone just needs to let this year play out. He's going to throw some INTs, hope the defense can bail him out because it sounds like they're killing it right now. Yeah. And then I think as the year goes on with the coaching, what we can hope is that towards the end of the season, the D bails them out, keeps them in games, and they have a winning record, and that he finally kind of – it all comes together kind of like it did for Allen. And we're not going to know until he plays, you know, at least half to three-quarters of the season, and everyone just needs to take a deep breath, chill the heck out, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But it's it's fun to see everybody freaking out already. It's it's entertaining. It, it's it's quite nice. Uh, love the T-shirt, <laughs> love the hat, love the necklace. You're killing it, man. Quick, Looking good. Quick, quick, um, I want to ask you a quick question about Debo. I know that you heard a lot of things of why he was so upset, but do you think off the record – that a lot of it had to do with Kyle not playing him in the fourth quarter. Do you think he was just like, dude, I killed myself for you over and over again. And in the moment it mattered the maybe, most, you maybe. kept me on the bench. I think it's money. I think it's it's always about money. And I think with Debo, it was he wanted to get paid at the beginning of the offseason. He was not a first round pick. He didn't get a signing bonus. Uh he lives a expensive lifestyle. I th- he might he might have wanted more cash, and I think he felt you know I'm special, but I don't think he understood like the Niners are not going to break precedent for you. You're going to have to wait like Kittle and Warner because if you don't wait, then Bosa doesn't have to wait, and Lance doesn't have to wait. So it's just business, and I think he had to figure that out. Yeah, it sets a precedent. Anyway, yeah. thanks, man. I've been I grew up in Santa Rosa. Read your dad. Oh, nice. It and you know, uh, nice. very familiar. And uh, congrats on everything. How it's been rolling for you. I'm happy for thanks, you. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Peace. Bobby, you pulled over? All right, cool. Let's do it. How you doing? Hey, Grant. I'm pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. I just uh, wanted to touch on something you brought up earlier today. Uh, uh, Not only do the Niners have one of the best defenses in the NFL, but the uh, familiarity that they have with them. Uh, Saturday I was at camp, um, and on the pick six award, they've got uh, Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk all lined up on the strong side, right? And to me, it'd be pretty dangerous unless Ward saw something to jump a flat route with Mitchell, who could spin and do it, run a wheel route, right? So not only is, is Ward a stud of a safety, but he knows the offense. Right. Um, so does Warner. When, so does Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So as soon as – when you get to these, these teams, even when you have great safeties, you can't necessarily jump that route unless you know something's coming up. So right. I think the training camp, it's going to be pretty tough to – judge Trey and the team drills. Um, I'd be more watching how he's throwing in the individual drills and timing with the other receivers. Also, I think next week in Minnesota, those, those joint practices will be illuminating to a degree. Exactly. Because I think a lot of the stuff, like even the linebackers are dropping a little deeper on certain plays and and routes. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and is is that really good practice if you know what's coming or is it like, Hey, I'm in the newspaper, Fred Warner doing great. Jimmy yeah. Ward, he deserves yeah. a new contract. Joe yeah. Ward's in the contract year. 
yeah, so that's the kind of stuff that I was looking for at practice. Like, I didn't even I, – I, I got missed – they fooled me. When I saw, you know, Debo, Kittle, and Ioke on one side, I'm like, oh, here we go, third down. But in really, they're trying to drop a, a one-on-one on the weak side with someone, and Ward's like, uh-uh-uh, you know. Yeah. And, so what happened was it was third and nine. They brought yeah. a, 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 a complete bl- – a casino blitz. Everyone blitzed. And I guess, you know, Jimmy Ward knows – against an all-out blitz, the, yeah. the read is the check down to the running back in the flat, and he jumped it. And yeah. what, what Trey says, I have to throw that faster. I don't see how he could have possibly gotten the ball. To me, he, he got the ball and threw it immediately without even did thinking. He take a, did he take a look to the strong side real quick and then go over there? Maybe. Well, I, it's an all-out blitz. The yeah. hot route is yeah. not – the hot route is Mitchell. That's it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the, yeah. yeah, all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Um, so I think that, like, once we like, – even when we play good defenses – we're still going to have a leg up because I think Shanahan game plans better, but it's tough to game plan against a defense that is, is, is watching you game plan. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So. Especially when they're better than you. They, also, they that just, guy who called, also that guy who called and said Jimmy was good on third down kind of annoyed me. I mean, I remember the misses on third down more than anything. I, I remember the missed eye hook against Dallas. You know, I remember the opening series against the Rams, missing Kittle over the middle. Even the Super Bowl when Chris Jones was knocking passes down, when we talk about intangibles of a quarterback, arm slot's one of them, you know, and 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 to, to repeatedly get passes knocked down when you got your tight end streaking over the middle. Maybe that's maybe that's something you could fix. Yep, so. maybe or maybe not. We'll see. All right, Thanks. Take care. Callie Tremor, you're next. Josh Wyatt says, if it all comes together and they fall 27 million short again this year, I'm just happy to know there will be one voice holding them accountable. Yeah, you and me. Josh, good call earlier, man. I got I get worked up, but you you just you don't ever stop talking. You make a you make a point and then you just keep making it because you're so smart. Thank you, um, Carlos RSD. Callie, what's up, man? How you doing, Grant? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for the show and everything like that. For one sure. question. Niners do not move on, or Niners move on from Jimmy G. What do they do with that money? Do they address the line? Do they get a backup? Another? Do they bring in another backup for Trey, or do they split the money and go both ways? Ideally, both, because Nate to me isn't a backup. They could use a backup quarterback. I'm not sure who that is. Maybe Cam. Someone suggested Cam, Cam Newton. That would or be great. Still, or still go after Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. If possible. trade Jimmy for Tyrod straight up, I is that, that possible? I don't I know if, do if they could get a, a, like a starting center and a backup quarterback, that would be a nice start. I think so. I think yep. so. Also, one last thing. I know you got to go check this out. Get some big boy sizes on the t-shirts, man. Got you. We talking double X? Nah, man. I'm talking big boy sizes. I'm big talking three to tall T. Tall T. Yeah, yeah. Very. I right, got you. Thank you for the I, suggestion. I got you. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Continued success and good health, man. You have a good one, Pimpin. Where are you calling from? Fremont. Oh, nice. Calling again. All right, well, man. Have a good day. Peace. All right. Eugene. Eugene. What's up? It's been a long hey, time. How are hey, you? Hey, Grant. How you doing? Man, I've been good. I've been good. So I'm just going to say this. Okay. We're talking about contract year. McGlinchey's in his fifth, fifth year, right? Yes. In his fifth year contract. What do you think we're going to do with him? Do you think we're going to let him walk? Do you think we're going to trade him? Because the offensive line is full of a bunch of questions, but McGlinchey is like the second best offensive lineman right now. They so love like, McGlinchey. They love McGlinchey. I don't know why. why. I don't know why. They love why? Eric Armstead. I don't know why. They love these guys who are good, solid, solid. Uh, Armstead's better than McGlinchey. But 
Armstead was in the same position. He They picked up his fifth-year option. They didn't extend him. They needed to see more. He had a good year, and they paid him. So it seems to me that if McGlinchey has a bounce-back year, plays well, they would love to pay him. They love Mike McGlinchey because, again, they love the person. He's a good guy. CEO mentality. You know what I'm saying? They love that stuff. Love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know do if you're think- the same way, but when McGlinchey talks – his interviews go for like 20 minutes. And the first five to eight minutes, I'm like, man, this guy's phenomenal. And then as it goes on, I'm like, he's filibustering. Enough. That's how I feel. Filibustering. Yeah. Um, do you think we're going to be able to keep Ward and Bosa with extending them this offseason most likely? Well, upcoming offseason, I guess. Do Ward, you think we're going to be able to keep Ward too? But I don't know if they have a, a, enough money for a 32-year-old safety. They, Ward just might get uh, cashed out by another team. But Ward is going to get a lot of money. He looks like the best he's ever looked, which is amazing for a 31-year-old DB. Ward. All right, Eugene. Okay. Um, right, hey, man. one last question. Do you, do you with the Trey Lance trade, trading three first-round picks, if Trey Lance doesn't live up and he's just an average quarterback, nothing against him and he's just average – who do you think is going to go, Shanahan, uh, Lynch, or both? And is that going to be a stain on their Probably resume? This both. Is- Probably both. They're a package deal. And I think if Kyle is w- way off with Lance and he's not even good, everyone's going to look at Kyle differently. Like, yeah, man, well, you know, you got a good scheme, but you can't evaluate or develop the most important position. So his stock is so heavily heavily intertwined with Lance's future. We'll see what happens. All right, Eugene. Okay. All right. Take care, Grant. Thank you. See you next time. We got Rob Martin coming Martin. in. What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Hey, my man. Hey, oh, I'm wait. glad you uh wait. Hold on. Call back in. There's a little bit of an echo. I'm glad you're having the Hold show. On. Call back in. There's a little bit of an echo. Okay, okay, okay. Call back in. Call back in. Jason. Hey, Grant. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Did you? You see the uh, the insider training camp. The fort they they do like a thing. They went to the Niners no. training camp. No, they interviewed who did it? some of the players, and okay. I uh, I just kind of took some notes of stuff that I thought was interesting. I kind of will get your opinion okay. on. So when they asked Kyle about the offense, he said that it was going to be kind of the same as last year. When they asked Ayuk about the offense, he said, oh, I think it's going to be more explosive. I think there's going to be a bigger game element to it. Like, Kyle's lying. I think it's He's not going to tell the truth. Yeah. Kyle's just saying whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, he wouldn't even say who the starting quarterback was last year in camp. Ayuk, I think, is being – I mean, Ayuk mm-hmm. is so heavily in Trey's corner, right? You could see it all over him last mm-hmm. year. He yeah. was like, I'm not going to say anything bad about Jimmy, but I hate this, and I hate it. Yeah, I wish you would throw me the ball. He won't even look at me. Now Lance, like, really trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ayuk. Ayuk was also saying, he said uh, that uh, Trey had his touch was better this season. Something I found interesting is uh, they, they're talking to uh, Trent Williams, too. Hmm? He said that yeah. Trey's been good on not relying on the scramble. But, um... What was it? Who? Um, I thought that was cool, and that he's been he's been good at uh, stepping up in the pocket and making the right read. That he's not like yeah, re- he's not relying on his legs to make plays. Right. 
I agree. And um, I agree. now yeah. this one, which I kind of think this gets interesting because it might bring something to light during the season, is what Bosa said. So Bosa was asked about who was the most grabby in practice, and he said, um, <laughs> he said that McGlinchey grabs more. Trent has unbelievable hands. Trent has unbelievable hands, but he specifically said Trent is better at grabbing in legal ways. Hmm. McGlinchey's more grabby, but he said Trent's good at grabbing in legal ways. So I'm wondering if – I don't know. Do they call holding in practice? Do they look for that stuff? Because it kind of made it sound do. like Bosa was saying that. McGlinchey sometimes – okay. Yeah, yeah. Jason, I didn't know how to – I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, thank you. Sure. See you, man. Uh, hold on, eighty-eight niner. Grant, thank you for having this show, man. I literally just got doing a home inspection. I went to go click on a video, and here you are with a live video. So I'm like, let me see if I can hop on. You're the man for that. Um, I just got one quick question for you. Uh, you you continue to say that this offense that we're ready to see. It's going to be a predominantly run offense. I'm just curious why you think that. Uh, my, my thinking is that it's not going to be that way. It's going to be bombs away and everything else Hey, man, his, his connection was terrible. Rob. I'm sorry about that. Your connection, we, we, you sounded like uh, C-3PO on that one. It was a little bit like Haran. But you're, you're asking, why do you think they're going to run more than they pass? Why do you think it's going to be such a run first team? I think that's the best way for them to win. I think they won't necessarily be that in two years from now. But um, the, pass the offensive line pass protection is bad. Uh, they're not built to drop back and throw. Um, they have the, the potential for the run game is off the charts. They're going to be hovering around five yards of carry most likely. Why not? I mean, that's how they want to play when Jimmy's their quarterback as well. So to me, that's that's the way I see it. Smack Jones, what's up, man? Oh, what's up? What's up? What you doing? Oh, hey, sorry how about that. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Long time no heard from you. Uh, yeah. Glad I got in to get in. Can you hear me? You good? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at work. You know, working on the clock. You know, had to tune in to you. I want to second what your boy said. Look out for the big boy shirts. We need got you. Five x five x six. Five x. I, got I you. promise you, if you buy them, they're gonna get gone. Trust me. I got you. That. Thank you. I, I need these. I, I'm not a businessman. I don't know, so I appreciate I'm you. Tell me, they're gonna get gone quick as you put them in there. All First right. thing I want to see uh say is, man, I don't know why Trey getting all this slender, man. Like we know what Jimmy is. You know why it's training camp. He's you got second, third string offensive linemen there, some that won't even be make the final cut, as you say. Yeah. So what the problem is. I'm from North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. And 49ers, we should be blessed if we have somebody that's offering something new. Mm -hmm. All the Panthers fans over here hoping that Donald stink it up just so Baker have a chance to show them something new. So us as 49ers fans, we need to change that temperature a little bit, switch it up on them. What Wait. I wanted to talk to you about is Brandon Ayuk, because he is what uh, everybody's saying he is. He's having a dominant training camp. He is. He's he is? He's competing. Uh, he's, he's the most competitive person on offense every day. And that's why I like to see. He's not necessarily running a 4-3 out there, but for his skill set, he's the best I've ever seen him. All right, so they just paid Debo, right? So they stuck with Debo. 
Mm, Kittle ain't going nowhere. You would get rid of him, but he you need him for blocking P.O. line stuff. Nick Bosa going to reset the market. Jimmy Ward, he's going to have to pay him. Yep. Correct? Yep. Okay, and if Trey is what half of what we think he is, got to pay him too. Uh-huh. So we need Brandon Producer. He's going to have to get up out of there. You can't pay everybody, baby. That's true. You can't pay That's everybody. True. Yeah. So this I could think, be Brandon's you know, last year on the team. Produce, huh? This could be Brandon's last year in the team. I do think he's going to produce, but he may not get the bag like Debo got. He may get a trade. Can't like pay AJ everybody. Yeah. Can't pay everybody. So we need them yeah. produce out there. So hopefully, you know, we can trade them for somebody to sure up that line. Emmanuel Mosley, we got to pay him. If he's dominant, like y'all saying, you can't go from having a, right. a sorry secondary to have a one year of elite secondary and then go right back to the garbage can. Then you got Dre Greenlaw, Aziz Al-Shair. They're, they're free agents too. That's a lot of paying, boy. That's yep. a lot of money in the bank, baby. That's it. Somebody got to go. So I hope he produced like crazy so we can trade him, get some first-round picks to replace with Trey what we did for him, or get somebody to share up this line and get some linebacks for people that we lose. So, yeah, uh, I mean, if, if Ayuk plays too well, he may play himself off the team, right? He may price himself see, out. Same thing yeah. with Manu Mosley. The way y'all saying, the man might pay true. the players way up out of here. That's true. Uh, All he needs is to do is just a couple of passes. If he does that, people will recognize how good he is. Quick question. Do you go to any of the uh, away games? Yeah. I last year I didn't go to all of them, but I went to most of them. I'll go to most of them this year. I may I may give myself the week off if it's like where's a where's a really far like last year I didn't go to Jacksonville. I was like, you know what? That's so you far. ain't coming to North Carolina then. You ain't coming to to a Panthers game. I haven't decided yet. I haven't my, my friends my friends having a um wedding. When is when is is that October? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's October. I think I might have to go. I think I probably would go straight from upstate New York to Charlotte on that one. I think I will be there. I'm not. I think I will be there. I don't want to miss the early ones because Trey could get benched by week eight. I don't know. You don't know this team. Who know? I hope not. Pray not. I'm Jesus, kidding, I hope no. not. If yeah, you I'll do, hit me up, man. I'll get a couple rounds on me. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it already, man. Appreciate what you do for the team. Appreciate your stream. Appreciate right, to having a chance to speak up here. Great call, five X. I got you. Yes, sir. Peace, Rizzo. Last call of the day. Rizzo, yeah. Nah, he ain't there. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Go for Yo, Chris, so I got a question for you, bro. Yeah. Hey, so everybody, every other quarterback is getting like a, a real, I guess, easy break. Because, like, first-year quarterbacks, you got to think, like, Trevor Lawrence, they're giving him a pass because of, I guess, the the head coach that he had in Jacksonville. Then you go to Zach Wilson. They're like, oh, okay, well, he was okay, but he didn't have a good season either. It is because, oh, he had a first-year head coach, et cetera, et cetera. I love my team. I love my quarterback, and I love my head coach. But let's be real. Excuse my language, but Kyle Shanahan fucks up, too. So I'm just I'm just saying like so it what's the big what's the big thing over Trey Lance when it, it's his first year last year really doesn't even count to be honest which that was more like a tutoring session if you really want to be honest like and then like y'all like the big judgment over him is okay if he doesn't do this in this year it'll bust or etc but it's like look at what Trevor Lawrence did. Is, is that is that the same thing going year two with him? Look at what Zach Wilson did. Is that the same thing? Well, Justin Rizzo, Fields, Rizzo. same thing. If Trey, Lance, if Trey Lance was on Jacksonville, if he had been the first pick and he had the same exact season that Trevor Lawrence just had, people would be like, oh, he's a bust. It's because people make their minds up about these quarterbacks before they're even drafted. 
And a lot of people were like, oh, North Dakota State didn't play in 2020, bust. And so people just have their mind made up until he 100% proves them wrong. That's the way I see it. Okay. I mean, I, I, I just I, – I, I personally feel like – I mean, I, I expect Trey Lance to the, – the, despite the stories that you scare me on, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, I believe that Trey Lance – is going to do his thing. Like, I, I believe that. But I'm just saying, like, for for his technically first year, I mean, like, hey, let's – let's. Not, I'm not saying cut bro some slack because we can cut every other quarterback some slack, but let's be real. It ain't like Kyle Shanahan has dominated with every other quarterback. I mean, it's the same dude that was just up with Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl, up with us in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's quarterback play too, but at the same time, like, it ain't like we – Got Bill or anybody else that's up there is like, okay, they, they're never going to lose this lead or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I wanted to say, man. I, I, I appreciate you, bro. It's my first time joining in. I didn't even think I was going to be able to get in, which, you know, I watch you every day, bro. So I appreciate you, bro, man. Love, Great bro. Call, man. I'm glad to see you watching on that television, too. That's nice. That's why I put it out in HD. Good shit, man. Thanks, Rizzo. I got <laughs> Later, man. Uh, Jose says, Colin Kaepernick for QB2. Why not? I like that. I also saw that there's a uh, report that Cleveland's thinking of bringing him in. Frankly, if I was a, if they were like asking, hey, Grant, what should we do? Trade for Jimmy? Trade for Jimmy and pay him $27 million or sign Kaepernick? I'd be like, sign Cap. I bet you Cap with a seven-year layoff is better than Jimmy right now. Hot take. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll be back in the future when you least expect it. Hold on. Grande Meal says, I'm ready for the play-action bootleg and jet sweep. Me too. It's been too long been too long. Guys, thanks for watching. I'll be back. Take care. This was a good calm phone.